Hi folks, this is Bud Hughes, and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on, you're now part of the fastest hour in radio, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties, and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available. Local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need, help you get them installed, and back on the road with a smile. Find out more at completeautoparts.net or oakwoodtire.com. On today's show is a plug-in hybrid right for you. Should you warm up the car before driving in colder weather? And the history of Burma shave signs. All that and a whole bunch more informative automotive buffoonery with Bud and Tim right now on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident car nut, and Tim DePasquale, a poster to the stars. Tim, how are you doing today? I'm good, Bud. How are you? I'm doing good. And actually, Brad Ocock snuck in here. Uh-huh. We weren't looking. Someone wasn't Northeast watching the door. Georgia. See, you leave the door unlocked, and then yeah, anything will walk well, right we're in. We're glad you're here from Northeast Georgia Swap Meet. We're going to get to that in a minute. Going on right now is at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta, is the law enforcement organization, Car Show, Food Drive, and Toy Drive. It's going on at the... Uh, Drivers Club at Road Atlanta. Now that's a great event. It is. It's uh, it helps out officers that have gotten in situations where they've needed legal help or, or they've they've gotten uh, laid off. Uh, what do they call it? Administrative leave or something. Mm-hmm. Still got a mortgage to pay. Right. And, you know. So it's it's it helps out a lot of the officers and it's a, it's a very good cause. Uh, NASA is on the track. That's the North American Sports Car Association. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're on track for the next two days out at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta. And NASA, the space people, mm-hmm. are not on track, but they cut communications to the Mars rover for two weeks. Why? Because the sun is in position to oh. affect transmissions and equipment. Mercury's retrograde. And, and, yeah, something, something <laughs> like that. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Now, Brad, you probably knew this one. I'm going to whoop it on you anyway. Probably not. Last week, now the experts say, you know what the experts are. Yeah, oh, yeah. Any fool right. from out of town. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, we had it wrong. It's not tryptophan. Mm-hmm. Fan. Yeah. That makes you sleepy. Right. It's all those carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You'd all have that. to eat eight turkeys to have, <laughs> to have the tryptophan put you out. I may have done that on Thanksgiving. Oh, see, but that's yes. what the experts say. You know how you know how our experts yeah, are. Experts. Yes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you know where the experts are to get your car ready for colder weather? Oh yeah, Oakwood Tire Absolutely. and more. Yeah. Antifreeze checks, battery checks, safety inspections, hoses, belts, and don't forget their Christmas car giveaway, December nineteenth. Uh, nominate a worthy individual other than yourself, Tim. <laughs> and, and <laughs> I've make, got enough cars. Thanks. Make, yeah, or make donations to help the new owner get their car on the road at Oakwood Tire thirty one twenty Atlanta Highway. But this, uh, get the checks done on your car before it gets as cold as it got earlier in the right. week. We, we're going to get a reprieve here for a few days, but mm-hmm. get this stuff done. Yeah, hoses, belts, for sure. And, you know, it's, it's not a bad time of the year to get your AC checked. And let me explain. Right. When you put on the defrosters on most new cars, mm-hmm. the AC comes on to dehumidify the air. So. Right. Maybe, oh, you know, that's okay. interesting. Yeah. So Makes sense. I hadn't thought about that. See? See, going on next weekend now, have mm-hmm. you thought about this? Is nothing but. <laughs> nothing but. The last Northeast Georgia swap meet of 2023 season, uh, December 9th, uh, 8 till noonish, is that correct? That is absolutely correct. Uh, Habersham Fairgrounds, Clarksville. 
All right, tell us what it is, how many years it's been, and tell us some interesting Christmas-related sales story stuff. All right, uh, I think we're somewhere around our 20th year since I started this thing as a, as a, I don't know what it was. It was just I like parts. And yeah, so. It's it, worked it, out well for a lot of people. Yeah, it has. It has. Um, yeah, so I just I figured out a way to have guys bring their cool stuff to me and let me look at it and get first crack at it. And So, yeah, I love parts. You, no. you certainly do. <laughs> you with your 14 cars and him with a warehouse. Oh, oh dude, yeah. I, have a, I have over 100. When I moved, I have over 100 um, tote boxes, plastic tote boxes full of parts, stuff, stuff. It's all really cool stuff, but yeah, it's, it's <laughs> that's in the eye of the beehole. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If, if, me owning a swap meet is like a, a junkie owning his own pharmacy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just not, it's not good. <laughs> Sounds like a great idea, but it leads to all kinds of problems. Okay. So what is a swap meet for the uninitiated a uh, swap, automotive swap? Meet? Automotive swap meet is a, uh, a flea market for car guys. Okay. So if, uh, if, if you are restoring a car or hot rodding a car, you're going to end up with a pile of parts that you don't need anymore. Yep. So you bring, them out, done. you bring them out to the swap meet and some guy who's restoring his car needs your parts. So you guys come to an agreement and you send your parts home with him. And then while you're building the car, you need stuff. So you go to the swap meet and start shopping with all the other guys. And there's new parts, there's used parts. It's hot rods. We're basically uh, trading junk. Where else could you find? G U N Q U E. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. It's parts. Yes, <laughs> junk with style. I found junk with st- a set of fenders for from a forty-one Seagraves fire truck to put on my rat rod Mac. Yes. You could never find them anywhere else. No. It's such a bargain. I had a, I had a guy come up to me one time. He's like, "Man, I, I hit a deer with my '54 Chevy pickup truck on Thursday. I came to the swap meet Saturday, and I found all the parts that I needed to get it back on the road. So I drove back to work on Monday." That's wow. cool. Like, holy smokes, that was that was crazy. another success story. Yeah, yes. success. Tell us a Christmas story. I know you've you've <laughs> told this a few times on the air, but it's worth remembering. Um, you know how the swap meet can make a difference in somebody's yeah, life. Yeah, um, when the economy took a tank um, the last time. <laughs> we won't <laughs> discuss the political machinations that go into that or who's in charge, but um, there were a lot of people that were you know looking for jobs and houses were getting foreclosed and it was not good and this guy came up to me and he thanked me and he said that because he was able to hustle parts at the swap meet that he'd been out of work for a long time but the swap meet kept him and his family in their house because it was paying the mortgage and without the swap meet his kids went to bed Christmas that year Hmm. which is it's beyond humbling because for me it for me it's this, it should all be fun. It should, it should be a side thing for everybody. It should be, you know, just a way to blow off steam or to get together with your buddies and hang out and have a good time. And yeah. over yeah. the years, I've had a couple of people come up and say, you know, we've, things are screwed up or, or whatever. And the swap meet is, is keeping us fed. It's keeping us housed. It's whatever. And on the one hand, I'm really flattered and humbled by that. And on the other hand, it makes me really angry because things shouldn't be that way. No. No, that's no, true. So, no, I mean, I, I, it, it, it hurts me when guys come and tell me that because I want, I want the swap meet to just be fun, hobby. Like I said, get together with your friends. Like, if I have a bad swap meet, and it happens with the weather or whatever. Sure, yeah. But when my buddies show up and we hang out, I don't care. 
I mean, it's right. Yeah, most times it's a social event. I do. I love it. And I, I there's nothing that I like more than watching guys get together and stand at their tables or walk down the aisles and talk and smile and have fun and that's what I want the show to be I just want it to be a place where everybody can come and 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 have a a good time it's a place where perfect strangers know we all share the same love of vehicles so we're perfectly crazy yes (laughs) and we all understand each other it's funny man my buddy John has always been a car guy but he's never been He's always been like on the, you know, he just does his own thing. So yeah. he's never really gone to a lot of shows and stuff. And every time he comes to the swap meet, he's like, man, everybody is so nice. And we go to any yeah. of the events and he's yeah. like, I love this. I haven't, why haven't I gone to car shows? And why haven't I gone to big events? Cause you know, and he's like, everybody, he goes, I've been to like five or six shows now and everybody's friendly and everybody's nice and everybody has a good time and everybody's having a good time and there's nobody frowning there's everybody's smiling and he's like i'm just going to do this for the rest of my life and we're going to continue this for 2024 right? exactly all right yes, we'll have we you on in the beginning of the year and we'll talk about the dates and perfect all that stuff. i just got my schedule set for this Good for the deal. coming year all right in the meantime if you need new parts and you're doing or reproduction new parts oem style parts for your classic muscle car that you're restoring during the cool months here. Where are we going, Tim? Well, we're going to the muscle car experts at Year One in Cornelia, Georgia, that provide our podcast so that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to Access WDUN, click the links, hit the buttons, and listen to the show at your convenience. Or go to your favorite podcast site and listen to the show anytime you want. All brought to you by the great muscle car experts at Year One. Very, very good. I've been practicing. We'll be right back here. (laughs) We'll be right back here, Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More and Complete Auto Parts. Locally owned, nationally backed, and happy to serve you. So, Tim, last week, yes, and Brad, Brad is still with us, by the way. Hey, Brad. Hey, hey Brad. The folks, we're going to have you hi, talk folks. about. Well, you know what? Go ahead and tell us about what else you're doing at the swap uh, meet. Well, this the, year, and you know, we'll con- I don't know. You're going to continue it on for every show next year. Um, I'm going to do something. Okay. For every show next year. So, um, right before COVID, I started an initiative that I called Change for a Dollar, which I was just trying to to help some groups and give back. So I had some nonprofits come in like a, a woman's shelter and I had the, the humane society. And then, um, the idea was just, you know, nobody's going to miss the change in their pocket, but if we all throw it into a bucket as we're walking through the, yeah, right. through the gates, yeah. that money will accumulate for those groups and then they'll be able to do something with it. Okay. And unfortunately COVID hit and then everything changed up and I haven't been able to get back to doing that. Um, so, now I've got the time and everything is in place and the swap meets landed at this, at the, you know, the Clark County or the, the Clarksville fairgrounds, the Habersham fairgrounds Habersham. in Clarksville. In Clarksville. There Clarksville. we go. Yeah. Um, so I can, I can do this stuff again. And um, so for Christmas, um, everybody does toy drives, which is great. And, you know, some people do jacket drives, which is also fantastic. What gets lost a lot um, is that there's a lot of people who have just a hard time putting food on the table. So um, we're not offering, you know, we're not offering that we'll let you in for free if you do whatever, you know, come by. But what I'm asking is that if anybody could, could just go through your, ki- your cabinets and find a can of green beans that you, you know, you're, you bought the French cut green beans and you don't like them. 
or you know if you've got crunchy peanut butter a fresh jar of crunchy peanut butter and you like creamy or you know just just that just creamed corn i did that and i'm still every time she sees that can <laughs> yes. i'm catching it all over again yes bring it to the swap meet and we're gonna you know i, I think it's we're redistributing the food yes, yes. You and know. you know and if if anybody would like just <laughs> like the government's redistributing our wealth yeah oh, yes, right. exactly oh, yeah right exactly uh, but if you know if anybody wants to bring some a packet of a box of ramen noodles yeah right or some pasta noodles and a couple jars of spaghetti yeah. or tuna is cheap or mm-hmm. whatever you'd feel like like bringing you know, you know who goods. told me they're going to costco after the show <laughs> oh boy <laughs> we'll see it just i got yeah yeah, yes. yeah all right i got my list let's see uh, add to that yes. what was uh, that okay, yeah. i think we, we did it a couple months ago and we we uh the way they the way food banks do it and i found out i've, I've learned a lot about this from a woman that i was dating but um they they measure all of the food by weight they don't, you know, so mm-hmm. it's like, I think it's like 1.1 pounds provides one meal for somebody. So right, we right, did, right. we did, we collected 111 pounds um, the other month worth of, worth of canned goods. And it was, I was really happy because it was like, I put it out, I, I got the idea and then put it out just two days before the show. And, cool. and a couple of people showed up with a bunch of, of jars of peanut butter and a couple of people brought flats of, of canned vegetables oh, cool. and stuff. And so it, that provided 90, I think, I think she said 97 meals for the... Good deal. So, doesn't yeah, take It doesn't take a it lot doesn't to... It doesn't take give, much at yeah. all, but yeah. man. So, yeah, at, at the end of it, I think we've, we've fed a, the equivalent of feeding a family of four for, for like seven days or eight days or whatever. Right. Which isn't a lot, but to them it's probably... Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So we're we're going to do that for the for the December show, and then starting next year, we're going to I'm going to figure out something. I'm going to do something okay. regularly. Cool. All right. Last week we had Brian Moody on the show with us. Yeah. From Auto Trader mm-hmm. and Kelly Blue Book. He right. works for both of them, and he was talking about what might be the right EV for you if you were going to buy a EV mm-hmm. electric vehicle. Let's uh, you and I kick around this hybrid thing. Is a okay. plug-in hybrid vehicle right for you? We both have well, we both have hybrids. Yes. Yours is a, a non-plug-in standard hybrid. Mine is a plug-in, mm-hmm. and when I explain what we do with it, it and what you do with yours, it right. all makes sense. Mm-hmm. This seems to me, Brad, mm-hmm. like a stopgap between this. You know, it's like going from carburetors to fuel injection. We went with, to, you know, we went with various fuel injection. Uh, whatever you want to call it, contraptions before we got to the fuel injection we have now, which is very efficient. You know, instead mm-hmm. of having throttle body fuel injection. That, you that you realize that I just stripped yeah. the entire EFI system off my dually and put well, carburetor fine. back on <laughs> that's it. That's fine. You may be that's, asking the wrong guy. That, that's you. That's you. <laughs> but I'm just saying, instead of everybody switching to an EV, with, mm-hmm. you know, which is somebody's plan, uh, not, not the automakers at this point, but it's, mm-hmm. it was somebody's plan, uh, maybe a plug-in isn't a bad idea. A hybrid. Yeah. So you get the best of both worlds. You get the zap of the, no pun intended, you get the power and the quickness of an electric vehicle because you have full power at one RPM, full torque, and uh, you don't have range anxiety because you can stop and put gas in the thing. Yeah, you yeah. don't change your routine at all. No. And with a plug-in hybrid, you change your routine a little by plugging it in at night. Yeah. Well, but let me let me explain. With, uh, with a plug-in hybrid, the difference between a hybrid and a plug-in hybrid it is they might be a little more expensive than the gas equivalent, depending on your situation. You got you got to do some shopping. Uh, but with any hybrid, 
what are you getting for gas mileage? 40, 50, 60 miles a gallon? Yeah, with the driving I'm doing now, between 45 and 50. Yeah. You know, 600 miles on 14 gallons. Yeah. That's, That's not nice. of regular gas. Yeah. That's not bad. Okay, so let's switch over to the plug-in hybrid for a minute, which was what Jan drives, my mm-hmm. wife. She goes to the grocery store, goes to Kroger or something, or the, you know, the dollar store, whatever, probably once every day, you know, just a short trip somewhere. She's got a battery that when you plug in the car, that battery is a standalone battery from the hybrid system that is in your car, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it gets her 40 miles on nothing but electric. So unless you turn some switches and dials to make the, the hybrid come in quicker, um, it, it's, it's on electric until it runs out of t- that 40 miles. So have you had to drain the gas tank yet because the gas got so old? No, uh, we, we, I, know, I know people have gotten into that situation. Most of the time, Jan will go to the grocery store or wherever, come home and plug it in. And, you know, she, does, she puts in gas in the car maybe once a month. Wow. But the fact that uh-huh. we... The, the fact that we'll we'll go to, you know, take the grandkids somewhere or something like that, and the engine mm-hmm. runs, you know, we don't have to worry about it. So it was a, it was a particular good situation for us. Yeah. Now, you know, are any of my other cars hybrid? No. I, you know, I've got... But yeah, when you're talking you know, about saving, uh, you, you know, emitting half of the emissions and saving double the gas mileage... Yeah, well, what did Mr. Toyota say? They could... Toyota. He said they could build... So many hybrids. They could build 90, 90, I think, 90 hybrids for every one, for every one EV. EV yeah. yeah. Wow. And you're, you know, you're still doing good for the planet right. and all that because of the emissions. Right. Because once you factor in all the junk we go through, and I'm going to talk about this a little later, to build an EV and an EV battery and all that stuff, mm-hmm. well, I don't know that you're helping the planet out. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... You had uh, you had something to say about an article I had here. That well, was, there was uh, this was the right to repair initiative in uh, Maine, where citizens overwhelmingly voted in favor of this right to repair bill. But what I wanted to bring up was this was very carefully worded. The right to repair means that you can get the same information. You can get the same information, but the key word the in all this is yeah. telemantics. The telemantics is a system that transmits data over a telecommunications network. All right, so all you you need to do is access it. So, so far, the dealers and the manufacturers can access it. But they want to make sure that everybody can access it. Well, everybody being independent repair shops the way that they word it. But that also means criminals. Anybody. Anybody. Yeah. Your insurance company, you want them to know how many times you go 100 mile an hour? I don't want them to know how many times. Well, not that I do. But, but, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. So I'm just saying it's very carefully worded that can confuse people into voting for something that is really not in their best interest. That's like a political ad. Is that what you're saying? That's pretty much <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Not that I care what people in Maine do, but, you know. Okay bunch of potato farmers. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down, for goodness sake. they farm potatoes in Maine? Oh, yeah. Really? I oh, hold potatoes gosh. out of Maine. It's cold up there in the it winter. It is time. cold up there. Wow. Yes. It's wow. that warm up there in summer, either. No, I didn't see not. that. <laughs> I did not see that coming. All right. All right. We'll be right back here, Bud's Garage. Uh, always here, always local, on WDUM. <laughs> 
Welcome back into Bud's Garage, brought to you by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and More. From first responders to daily drivers, the parts, tires, and repairs for what our town drives. Okay, Tim, we got one for cold weather here. Fact or myth, should Mm -hmm. you warm up your car before driving in the cold? What do you think, Brad? I think absolutely. Okay. What do you think? Absolutely. That's what we were taught for years and years. That's what we've done. Is that a myth or should you warm up a modern car before driving in the cold? Oil is essential for lubricating the engine. Do you think so on a gas-powered car? When you start your vehicle, it takes about uh, 20 to 30 seconds to fully lubricate the engine. While the engine may not be completely warm in this time frame, it is ready to drive. However, if you let your engine idle for several minutes, the oil will drain away from its key components, which could increase friction. Okay, so, now I'm that's... Right, I'm not, here's what I'm thinking. They're talking about overhead cam engines, possibly. Okay. This and is what I wanted to ask you about. Because as you because... increase the RPM... It increases the oil pressure, uh-huh. and if it's just sitting there idling, it may not, you know. If it's sitting there idling sitting at there 40 idling, pounds of have, pressure, yeah. I'd, yeah. Yeah, they've got this thing called oil pumps in vehicles mm-hmm. that are designed specifically to handle that kind of thing. Well, you know, like I say, I've, I've, it was the, the headline that caught yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Oh, the study was by AAA. They're the ones with all the tow trucks. Right? <laughs> well, <laughs> now, if you've got an electric vehicle or mm-hmm. a plug-in hybrid, which yeah. we were talking about earlier, you should leave it plugged in mm-hmm. while the car warms up because if you don't, you're draining your battery down real quick. Now, we're assuming you have a garage that's plugged in mm-hmm. and you got the door open. And, and no one would ever... Put it in reverse no. and and forget <laughs> to pull the plug. I thought right? about that. Well, you know, yeah. it's like the people yeah. who go away from a gas pump and still have the thing in the, mm-hmm. yeah. in the gas. Well, I was talking to my mom on the phone mm-hmm. and I was looking for something in my purse and I just forgot. Yeah. Well, here's what here's what a study by AAA found that EVs can lose about forty percent of their range when the temperature drops from seventy five degrees to twenty degrees. Yeah, it was a yeah forty percent's a lot. Yes, it is. Wow. Yeah. But well, I wonder where the subsidy money came for that study. You are you are getting so follow jaded the science with, with <laughs> yeah, all of right. Follow the money. the money. Follow the money yeah. that led to the Forget science. Forget the science. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's what I think is more important. Yes. That you let your car warm up enough to clean the ice off the windshield. Amen. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. Because basically that's all my credit cards are good for, is scraping <laughs> the ice off the windshield. Yeah, and by much. the time it gets soft enough, you, yeah. know, you can... Anyway. Then you can... Run the credit card again? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I scraped off about 200 bucks worth of... Yeah. That and getting into the house when I forgot my car keys. My <laughs> okay, keys meanwhile, them. let's shift to Burma Shave. Okay. All right. Okay, Tim, first of all, do you know what Burma Shave was? Oh, absolutely. Okay. It was shaving cream. Not really. Not really. It was shaving liniment. Oh. Okay. okay, when I think of shaving cream, I think of the foamy stuff and the brush mm. and all that. What it was was the Burma Vita company from Minneapolis owned by Clinton O'Dell, and their, and their product was a liniment made of ingredients described from Malay Peninsula and Burma, hence its name. And so they, they sales were sparse, all right, because everybody was using a brush and a... Yeah, well, soap, soap, soap and, kind of yeah, whatever. And, and putting it on. And this liniment, you, you rubbed it on your face and you could shave, and mm-hmm. it would give you a close, closer shave, it was claimed than, uh, you know, the straight razor or what they were raising with back in the days. And uh, so they, uh, they sought a different way to expand the sales by introducing the brand, the product, 
to a wider appeal. So they put these road signs along the road that were little poems and stuff. Right, and, and each each yeah. sign would have just a word or two on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, And as you drove along, you got to see the whole message. I, I, you know, I, I remember these when I was a kid. Oh, I do too. Uh, because, you know, this started in 1925. I was not a kid in 1925. No. Uh, Dad was not a kid in 1925. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that when we traveled up to Minnesota, and this company started in Minneapolis, we used to go up to Minnesota every year, it seemed, in the summer, my... Uh, my, my uh, aunt and uncle had a farm up in Minnesota, and he was a truck driver and uh, over-the-road driver. And then we'd go out to California like every other year, and we'd see these signs everywhere. And th- they were interesting because uh, the, the Burma Shave, Burma Shave was like, tr- on those trips, Burma Shave was like finding an A&W root beer stand. Oh, yeah. Now, we're back in a time when you didn't have McDonald's and all this stuff going on. No. There was nothing alongside the road. And it was just U.S. highways, mostly yeah. two-lane yep. affairs. Yeah. And uh, so I, I remember these, and, and, and they're, they're pretty funny, most of them. They did a, a bunch of small signs, and it went away in the 50s. And you know why it went away? Why? Speed limits were raised. Oh, so people... Didn't have time to look at them. No, that's what they're saying. That you know, in the fifties, vehicle speeds increased, and it became difficult to attract motors to such a small sign. And the company was acquired by Philip Morris. The signs were discontinued on advice of counsel. Oh. Hmm. Oh, because there could be a liability. That is right. All right. So you want to you want to go over some of the signs? Yeah. Me? All right. So, as I say, it, it would be a series of signs with just a couple of words on each sign for, a, what, a, not even a quarter of a mile. Right. Where you could make the whole thing. So, one would be uh, train approaching, whistle squealing, stop, avoid that rundown feeling, oh, burma oh, shave. <laughs> but, you know. But it was a little tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. That it was a rundown little, feeling. Yeah. Um, keep well to the right of the oncoming car. Get your close shaves from the half-pound jar. A Burma shave. Burma shave. Hardly a driver is now alive who passed on hills at 75. <laughs> but, you know, Mad Magazine did a takeoff of that back in the 60s, and theirs was, Throwing beer cans on the road are ugly, many say, but at night, shining bright, they safely guide the way. Oh, really? Uh-oh. I wonder if Burma Shave took that one up. Yeah. <laughs> so they had some, <laughs> they had some, some quirky uh, contests and stuff. Free offer. If you uh, rip a fender off your car, mail it in for a half pound jar. <laughs> Burma Shave. And a large number of fenders were received by the company, which made good on its promise. It would, wow. send, you, it would send you a jar of Burma Shave. But this is funny. Free, free. Free, free, a trip to Mars for 900 empty jars. Burma shave. So, so, Arliss French, owner of the Red Owl grocery store, submitted 900 empty jars so he could win a trip to Mars. Oh, my goodness. So, on the, on the recommendations of Red Owl's publicity team, uh, they, with, they withdrew the one, one-way offer and instead sent Mr. and Mrs. French to vacation in the town of Moors often produced as Mars. So they sent him to France on the trip. 
Okay. I, I thought that was pretty Well, that's pretty cool. Flintstones. Now, Bill should know this. The Flintstones had an episode that was uh, Divided We Sail that has Barney Rubble reading messages on a series of boys that read, If you're queasy riding on the wave, just open your mouth, shout, Tura Firma Shave. Did you know that, Bill? <laughs> I did not know that. You did not know what? Well, we got one to build in. We had a fascinating, amazing. if I can digress a second, we had a fascinating Flintstones trivia question nobody knew last week, and it was on every episode. What was that? Name the movie they're going to see at the beginning of the opening credits. Oh, wow. What was the movie? The Monster. The Monster. Cool. I remember the, I can remember the, the Monster. Everybody's seen that opening thousands of times, and nobody remembered the name of the picture they were being shown. Well, the final episode of MASH featured a series of road signs in Korea that read, Hawk was gone, now he's here, dance till dawn, give a cheer, Burma shave. <laughs> Where was that? I have no idea. I'm going to have to Was it to in go. the episode? Yes. I'm going to have to go relook at it. Me too, yeah. Yeah. Now you can put that on your trivia show. I will. Well, several highway departments in the United States use the signs now in the same style to disperse travel safety advice to motorists. I haven't noticed any, have you? No. Along the roadway? Mm -mm. I, I mean, they don't reference Burma shave, apparently, but. No. You know. Well, of course, we're both driving too fast to see them anyway. That could be, that that could could be, be the it. problem. Right. There are probably things about cell phones or, mm. you know, put you, oh, we need to write one. Oh, yeah. Put your phone down and pay attention. Right. Lest mm. you wind up in detention. We'll be right back here, Bud's Garage, on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Always here, always local. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More and Complete Auto Parts. Where the pros and the folks who know go for parts, tires, and service. So, Tim. Yes. I'm changing the oil in my truck the other day. Mm -hmm. My F-150. Okay. nine quarts of oil. Wow. Yeah. And as always, I filled the oil filter. Wait. What engine is that? Coyote. Okay. 5.0. 5.0. Okay. And, the Mustang, and it takes nine quarts? Yeah, the Mustang takes ten. Holy cow. Yeah, well... You must be rich. Huh. <laughs> uh, no, they just put these on the Mustang. It's got a flat oil pan, and they, they got to put the oil in it somewhere. We yeah. drag on the ground, I guess. Okay. And the truck, I don't know why it takes nine quarts instead of ten. And, you know, yeah. for a while That's there, still was, a lot. it was always low on oil because the dipstick was wrong. Oh, jeez. They had a... And they issued a bunch of short dipsticks. So really? the, the joke you hear about, get a longer dipstick, uh, I had to get a longer dipstick for the... Wow. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, I forgot where I was going now. All right, I'm changing the oil in my truck, and yeah. as always, I took the old, uh, the new oil filter, and I filled it as full of oil as I could get it. Okay. Uh, because, you know, unlike uh, some engines where the oil filter hangs completely straight down, mm -hmm. you can fill the, the oil filter all the way yeah. and screw it on. I'll tell you why in a minute. Uh, mine goes on the side of the engine. So how can so you get any oil in it without it all coming back out when you go to screw it back on? Uh, you can if you don't fill it all the way. Okay. You know, but a little, some oil is better than none. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So, 
I'm searching for the show, doing research, and I come across Motor Oil Geek. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, that looks interesting. And lo and behold, it was somebody I knew. Really? Yeah. He'd, he'd actually come to the technical college and talk to my class. It was Lake Speed Jr. Lake Speed is a, yeah. was a race car driver. This is his son. And he is actually a, a uh, expert. Uh, there's a degree for this, uh, you know, oil guy. I can't Very remember cool. what his name. But anyway, you can go to oil. He's got all sorts of interesting stuff on his, on his website. Uh, just Google motor oil geek. Mm-hmm. And he is a lubrication engineer, if you will. Doctor of viscosity. So he, yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so so what, did, what did he have so to say what, about this? Well, here's what he said. When you start the engine with your dry oil filter, you don't have oil pressure for about six seconds. He does a demonstration of this. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens when you shut your engine off at night is the crankshaft af- actually you know, rests on a very, very, very thin film of oil, if not on the bearings okay. in your engine. When you first start it, that's a dry start, what mm-hmm. we call a dry start, at least for the first five or six seconds. And this is where most of your engine wear that's, takes place, yeah. right? And that's something else I want to talk about. But uh, anyway, if you fill your filter, it's mm-hmm. like a second before it has oil pressure. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. So just so you know that. But that those you know, that five, six seconds for as many times as you change oil or as many times as you cold start your car, um, could be eliminated very easily by the manufacturer if they would put a pre pre luber system on your car. Yeah. Imagine the mileage you could get out of your car oh. if before you started it the crankshaft was raised up off the, right. the bearings and right. stuff. Yeah. Well, so you could you used to be able to buy a thing <clears throat> called the pre luber and you may still be able to. Well my mm-hmm. one of my my mentors when I was a kid, he had a, a Dodge drag car and mm-hmm. he had an AccuSump and I think he put the whole that, thing yeah, together that, himself. Yeah, that uses air pressure and a diaphragm like a brake bleeder, if you will. Well, he had he had just an extra a cord in it and it was it was pressurized, pressurized by the yeah. engine. Yep. While the engine was running, it had a line feeding to it, mm-hmm. and then he had just a, a simple lever throw valve on it. Correct. And while it was under pressure, he'd throw the the lever and trap it in the. In the AccuSump. In the tank. In the, yeah. in the tank. Yeah. And it was just a little tank. I mean, it yeah. was like maybe maybe two quarts, and, but it, it, he had it plumbed going into the top of the motor. And then when he would get in to start the car, he'd throw that lever, and yep. the pressurized oil would, would drain, you know, drain out of the tank and down onto the valve gear, and then he'd fire the car up. Yeah. And I've always wondered, why doesn't, why doesn't the yeah. manufacturers they do, do that? They that. could use an electric pump that the minute you started the car, it shut off the electric pump. Yeah. You know, but... Uh, you would think... One of these German manufacturers. They may have it. There may be cars that do that. Yeah. I mean, on a race car, typically you spin the engine over until you got oil pressure before you flip the ignition on. But you're still spinning it over. But you're still spinning it over. Yeah. You know, let's get the oil in it before you spin the engine. Yeah. So, just, uh, just, just. Oh, good. Food for thought, I guess. One more thing to put on there. Well, so if if you're going to get an oil and filter, where would you go, Bud? You're going to complete auto parts. That's where I get my oil and filter, and. Drain pans and everything else you need. They to must love you. They do Here love comes you. nine quart bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm carrying it out in the gallon. You know the five Jeez gallon. Louise. What are they? The five quart jugs. Uh-huh. I've got it down to a science now because one of my cars only takes I don't know. One. I can use what's left over from the other two. I have to fill. You know, put nine fill, and ten quarts. Oh, it's in, the automotive equivalent it, yeah. of matching the hot dogs to the bun packs. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 
Thank you for that observation. <laughs> yeah, no, but you're right. I go to Complete Auto Parts for all the maintenance mm-hmm. stuff for my car. Of course. Because they have three locations here in Northeast Georgia, and they are where? They are in Cornelia, Clarksville, and Gainesville. Gainesville, absolutely. Wow. Very good. You didn't think I'd Check remember. them out at Complete Auto Parts. We got a very nice message, a messenger post from a member of the Hall County Sheriff's Office thanking us, you and me, Tim, mm-hmm. and Brad when you're here, uh, thanking us for being entertaining and knowledgeable uh, because of the discussion we had about EV batteries in the mining and people chasing the EV rainbow a couple okay. weeks ago. And, uh, you know, he just thought that we were very entertaining and well-informed, and he, he went on to, to say that, you know, we talked about the wonder mining if, and the materials. I wonder if one of the inmates got into the office. No, 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 no. We actually fooled him? <laughs> well, we're going to... We're going to have to open the overhead door to get the two of our heads out of the shop today. But I, I want to thank him for that uh, yeah, message. Because uh, right. that, that's all we're trying to do is entertain you and, and, and inform you about stuff. And so many of these people that write these articles and things that we use on the show are in a cubicle somewhere and they've got an agenda. They've got an agenda. And, Someone's yeah. paying them as an expert to... Yeah spout what they spout. All right, so I'm going to spout here. Okay, we're use, here to find the truth. I don't usually spout on the show, but I'm watching a Patriots Award show on Fox mm-hmm. Thanksgiving night. Okay. And this stat was tossed out during a Tunnels to Tower segment. Mm-hmm. 50,000 vets in this country are homeless. That's, uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, all right, this will wind you up. We're spending $5 billion to put EV chargers for vehicles that are being sold in limited numbers across the U.S. I mean, very limited. That's five billions of whose dollars? Right. Yours and mine. And this is what, these are the kind of things that have me so ticked off. I just got my property tax bill, Uh bud. Uh Uh-oh. And I'm But I'm Here's here's what I'm thinking. (laughs) I'm going to... I'm not bragging here. I'm a UGA graduate twice over, mm-hmm. okay? And I don't care whether it's UGA or Florida or whatever. But if we could get even a tenth of as, as much wound up over this statistic of vets as we get over a football game. You got that right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we, we could take care of this problem. Yeah, that's a, that's a shame. That should never happen. No, absolutely not. I found out a very interesting thing about homeless people. The biggest uh, barrier to them getting back into society is an address. You can't, you can't sign up for a single government oh, yeah, help you can. without an actual address, and they, don't, they won't use a P.O. box. Now, so somebody's doing it somewhere because it's going on all over the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I hadn't thought about that. Anyway, if you know somebody that is in need of a car, okay, I want to reiterate this. December 19th at Oko Tire, they're giving away what they call the Christmas car giveaway. They're giving away a car that has been rejuvenated. We'll get you probably through a year or two, get you back on your feet. But they're looking for people that are in, in this needy situation, need a car to get to work, get to church, get the kids to school, whatever it might be. So they're looking for nominations for you know people that you think would benefit from this. And... They're also looking for donations from people to help pay for the, you know... Insurance? The insurance, mm-hmm. the gas. Yeah, yeah gas. That. You know, you, you give them a Visa card or something mm-hmm. like that, and, and, you know, they can get gas insurance because, you know, we forget. <laughs> Once you got the car, you got to feed the car. So check them out at 3120, at 3120 Atlanta Highway. 
and make a nomination of somebody that could use this car or make a donation and and uh, another way to help people out this Christmas, as you're doing, Brad. Same well, kind of thing, sort of. Very little bit that I can... But boy, we certainly need to help out the vets that are homeless. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Meanwhile, if you're uh, restoring a classic muscle car, where are you going, Tim? Where are you going to the muscle car experts at Year One in Cornelia, Georgia, who provide our podcast, so that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to AccessWDUN, <laughs> click the links, hit the buttons, and listen to the show at your convenience, or you can listen to the show on any of your favorite podcast sites from our good friends, the muscle car experts at Year One. Back to you, bud. I was kidding. We have two more minutes to go yet. No, we don't. Brad, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Tim, thanks for putting up with me. Bill, thanks for putting up with me. Uh, Remember to keep it between the ditches, shiny side up. We'll see you next week right here on North Georgia's News Talk, AM 550 and FM 102.9. WDUN, always here, always local. Have a great week.